You're listening to Artitude, a podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich, and today we dive into the unexpected deep ocean exciting deep ocean of the creative mind together with Monty Warren. Monty Warren is a rock and roller, um, solicitor, testimonial solicitor. We will come to that later in the second part. Uh, and somehow the recreation of Tom Petty. <laughs> I'm so, I mean, I'm really, I'm really so happy that, that we can start with it eventually now. Hi, Monty. Glad to have you here in my show in attitude it was we were working today six hours on on on, on, on the technique now we both a little bit a little bit exhausted um we i was trying to 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 set it up with with with, with a new uh podcast hoster uh which it was a little bit uh annoying because we couldn't see us and everything so but now we see us and we you can see us as well what is it does anybody want to buy this <laughs> uh I'll, I'll i'm accepting offers uh just uh you all y'all have no idea how happy i am here i am to be here and what we do for rock and roll yeah monty great to have you hi I've, where where are we now actually you're sitting now in well i uh i am sitting in my studio in west palm beach florida West Palm Beach, Florida. Well, great. Hot? Not, not Palm Beach. West Palm Beach. West Palm Beach, Florida. So West 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 Cork, West Cork Island now to West Palm, West Palm Beach, Florida. Great, cool. One I'm ex I'm about ten miles from Mar-a-Lago. All right. You know what? You know where Mar? You know what Mar-a-Lago is? I know Margarita. Mm. That's where uh, our 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 ex fearless leader uh, lives. The United mm -hmm. States, uh, ex, uh, our, the uh, the former big guy, president of the United States, so, about so, 10 so, miles, so, so uh, formally, but uh, but not now because it's too hot for him. He he'd sweat. The formerly unknown uh, uh, <laughs> called uh, <laughs> great. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, I'm in West Palm Beach, Florida. Yeah, cool. So, um, yeah, so we have, like always, we have three parts with Monty, actually two parts with Monty, and the, the third part is together then with Phil Wolf. Um, with actually then, then, I mean, actually in three weeks, we have War Wolf, and uh, then, then we, we might speak a little bit more about the, the new uh, 
the new CD, which will come on a later stage. But first of all, uh, wait, 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 wait. Just uh, to correct, correct. We do have CDs, but these days, nobody, nobody really buys CDs. They can't play them on anything anymore. Yeah, so so you just say record. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The new record. Yeah, and 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 you get as well a vinyl on the latest stage as well. So yeah, so we can be excited for the next three altitude shows to have some chat with those guys and uh, lucky lucky them yeah every sunday <laughs> every sunday at 10 o'clock we start with a new one this sunday is the first so you can listen to it uh, before in between or after your mess yeah, yeah. question yeah for those of us on the east coast of the united states when you say 10 o'clock what time our time zone would they actually tune in to view it yeah. so are you saying 10 p.m 10, I, 10, Ireland 10, time, 10 a.m. Ireland time. That means you're 10 a.m. Yeah, yeah. In the morning. It's, okay. Yeah. So it's that would be before the mess. Roughly 5 a.m. 5 a.m. Eastern. Okay. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, okay. So, so that way, our the United States folks, if they if they are just getting back from a club and they haven't gone to sleep like yet, this would this would put them right to sleep. Yeah. It'll it'll work yeah. great. 5 a.m. If you can't get to sleep, you need something to bring you down. 5 a.m. next three the next three uh, Sundays. There you go. Yeah, great, cool, Monty. Yes, sir. Like always, we we have to start with the first part a little bit uh, personally about the person, the musicians or the artist, and about the inspiration and about where where you're growing up. First encounter with with art with with music, influence of music, how did you get to the brother, father, sister, whatever, you know? So where did you grow up as you, as you, as you started in baby, young boy? So about like, if you know what the state of Florida looks like, it kind of looks like a, I don't know, like a gun, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah. Conveniently the state of Florida looks like a gun, right? Yeah. So the bottom where you would grip the gun, yeah. Uh, so I'm on the east or the right side of the gun right now in West Palm Beach. Well, if you go about 180 miles, I don't know what that is in, in you know, the metric system. But yeah. if you go about 180 miles uh, to, to the west, you'd hit Fort Myers, Florida. And I was born in Fort Myers, Florida, and uh, grew up there until I was about 12 and then moved uh, to North Miami, Florida this coast, East coast until I went to high school. And uh, then I went to school in Atlanta and in Buffalo, New York, believe it or not. And then right. came and then settled in West Palm Beach after I got out of uh, law school. All right. All right. Okay. But so, when I was growing up, I was yeah. growing up in Fort Myers and Fort Myers at that, that time had a population of about, I want to say 20,000 people. Okay, so that's, in, that's, that's manageable, uh, isn't it? Oh, no, it was horrible. <laughs> it, it was, uh, it was, well, I guess it was manageable for, for a kid growing up, I guess so, because it wasn't dangerous and it was very, sleepy, yeah, very sleepy. Yeah. But, um, but it was also um, very small town, kind of, it was like a classically southern small town. So when I was growing up, by the, by the time I was four or five, I was a Beatles fan. My yeah. sister was nine years older than I was. So I, I still remember watching the Ed Sullivan show and watching the Beatles come on. All and right. from that moment, I would 
start to pretend I was a beetle when I was like five. And uh, I think I showed you last time when we were talking off the air, I showed yeah. you my beetle bubble gum cards, right? Uh, remember those beetle yeah. bubble? They were yeah. bubble gum cards. You'd go to the store and uh, yeah, like a, we have these little convenience stores, 7-Eleven, yeah. and you'd for like, I don't know, 25 cents, you'd yeah. give you bubble gum, chewing gum. Yeah. Yeah. And then they'd have like these uh, cards, these beetle cards. Uh, I'll, I, in fact, at the break, I'll get, I'll get a couple and I can show, show folks. Anyway, yeah. uh, when I was five, I started pretending I was playing guitar and singing, um, uh, I want to hold your hand, et cetera. Yeah. And my mom was, uh, both, my, both my parents were not from the South. My father was from Canada. My mom was from Ohio. And they settled in the sleepy southern town after World War II. Yeah. And my mom was a pistol. You know, she was she was bored by small town. She thought, you know, she every, it, it was too slow for her. But and she also was, you know, she was a Yankee and they were all these southerners in the United States. You know, even though the Civil War was long, long since passed. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 there was a there was a palpable difference in sort of attitude. So anyway. Sure. She would tell me that uh, I would be singing, like, I want to hold your hand on this uh, on the street corner when I was like four. And like so people would like gather around on the corner. Yeah. And most of them would be disapproving, like, you know, can't you just, who is this child's mother to let yeah. this child be on this on the street corner like that? And she uh. would pretend that she didn't know. She would pretend. I don't know. That's terrible. Uh, it must be some. Well, well, so, well, well, she embarrassed. So. Yeah, but but uh, at a very young age, I um, when I would sing, uh, 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 I, I saw her standing there. I thought that the chorus it, it. was, uh, I guess it would be the bridge. I thought it was. I thought I thought they were singing. I'll never dance with her mother. I would sing. <laughs> I'll never dance with her mother. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, it made sense to me. Because <laughs> I wouldn't dance with her mother. Yeah, she took it personal. So, well, no, I just thought it was about somebody else's mother and I wouldn't dance with somebody else's mother. So yeah. anyway, that was what it was sort of like. And and uh, my mom uh, would play piano when I was growing up and she played by ear. Yeah. And so um, I would I was around music at a very early age and uh, she got me guitar uh, guitar lessons when I was like five and uh, I think I told you this as well when, I, when we first met. Um, I, I, my first lesson, they wanted to teach me how to read music and how to, based on what you were reading, pluck out yeah. a American folk song yeah. that Americans will recognize. The, the song was called what was it? Uh, Farmer, oh. Farmer in the Dell. So Can it was like the, it? Farmer, <laughs> the Farmer in the Dell. The farmer oh, in the dell. The hey, ho the merry go. The farmer in the dell. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Anyway, I wanted I wanted to be able to play. Uh, you know, I saw her standing there, so I quickly decided summed up that this guy who was trying to teach me guitar had had no idea about rock and roll, had no idea about the Beatles. So I lost complete interest in the guitar. I didn't pick up the guitar again until I was, uh, almost, I think I was 17. Yeah. So I, 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 my rock and roll career pretty much ended at the age of five and I didn't pick it up again until I was 17 because of that. 
Oh, okay, things like this can happen, isn't it? So, unfortunately, so, so I, I, I know, I know. I, it's in my case the same. I mean, I stopped, I stopped playing, playing, learning guitar because of of some 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 init, initial sparkling where you say, "Ah, oh, no, I'm not interested anymore," isn't it? So, bad teachers, bad teachers. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You know? but, but but I mean. Sure, sure. But I mean, it, well, it, it, he he killed my inspir. You know, my my whole excitement about learning how to play guitar. He I I, I figured, yeah, and, and and so I then took up drums when I was like eleven, I think, or ten. Yeah, yeah, about eleven. My dad uh, got me a drum kit, and I would watch uh, uh, on TV. I'd see Ringo, and yeah. I was, and I think, well, I could probably do that. <laughs> So I, you know, I could kind of do that. And so I thought I was a drummer and thought I was decent. And then I got into uh, middle school and like took band, right? And I go into the band and I uh, thought I was going to be on drums. And every uh, black kid kicked my ass on drums. I really, I soon realized I couldn't play drums. I thought I could, but all the black kids were awesome. And they finally gave, they, I figured, well, I can't play drums either. So I was out. I, I just stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I so what I did until I was about seventeen is I just pretended I play air guitar. And... Yeah, and and under under the bed, you blanket on top of that, like pretending you you're Jimi Hendrix, isn't it? <laughs> I had a tennis <laughs> racket. I did. And, <laughs> and so what happened was I, I I about the age of fourteen I discovered the Rolling Stones, and at that age I became obsessed with Keith Richards. And I wanted to figure out who that guy was and what he was actually doing on guitar. You know, it looked really like unlike anything I'd ever seen. Yeah. And it just totally blew my mind. And so I, for, from the age of 14 to 17, yeah. I would pretend I was doing all of those, like, you know, those drugged out Keith moves, but I was, you know, every hour I was home, I would list, I put on a Stones record and I would mm. train my ear mm -hmm. and try and pick out where the rhythm guitar was so I could figure out what he was doing, just to, what he was sounding like. Sure. And it, it, that obsessed me and uh, really to this day. But I mean, it was only finally when I got, I, I, I graduated high school like six months early before I started college and I had yeah. six months to myself yeah. and I finally figured out, well, if Keith can, can do it, I can do it. And I got a guitar and I, yeah. and I just kept, you know, listening and listening and taught myself, the, you know, how to play. Yeah, sure. I mean, I'm just wondering. So if, if you grow up in such a, such a small place and, and if I listen now to your, to, your, to your songs and to your lyrics, which are quite rebellious somehow and uh, <laughs> thought-provoking. And, and, and so I wonder, I, I, I mean... I wonder how it was for you uh, as as you were a young guy as six, six years or eight years or years I old, was angry, old, years pissed old. off. <laughs> I, That's I, I was angry, and then you know there's a there's clearly bitterness and anger and disappointment. I could imagine that, you know. You know, so I mean that's perfect. That's the recipe for rock and roll, isn't it? Sure, I mean, sure. I mean when I started reading uh, the biographies of other. Uh, songwriters uh, that I emulated, they had similar, similar upbringings. And I think there's something yeah. about suffering and being disappointed and having your heart broken early um, yeah. that then when you, when you discover rock and roll and you can convert that into, uh, you know, it doesn't hurt me anymore. You know, you know, you hurt me, but I'll, but, but 
you know, screw you. Um, that's an infectious attitude. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. and so now, you know, in this era, rap is pretty much that. And so that's yeah. why I finally summed up in or figured out that, you know, rap's never going to end because that same concept that I went through, which is, you know what, I don't need my music teacher. I don't have to read music to do this. Yeah. I can, I, you know, three chords and, and an added and the right attitude. I can channel all this, you know, stuff and be creative and, and, and kind of uh, send a message out, yeah. even though I'm not trained. And those kids who do rap, they did it one, one step beyond that, which is all I need is a microphone, man. All I need, give me an open mic. And that's all I need. I don't even have to, you know, teach myself guitar. I can just sample other stuff and I'm ready to go. So that yeah. sort of concept of, well, if they can do that and uh, well, then I can do that. And so it's the simplicity of it yeah. that is infectious. Whereas what you folks do as artists, and I don't know, I see, that's not the same concept. I'm obsessed with See, it seems to me that you all are gifted. You're just born with that gift. You can't, I can't say, hey, you know, if, 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 uh, if debt can, can, can do that, uh, art, that, you know, create that art, well, then I can. No, it, you, that's a special gift. Uh, whereas rock and roll, uh, you know, uh, pop, uh, um, rap, that's more, uh, I think it's more for everybody because everyone can feel that they have an outlet. Uh, it's more, you know, universalized where you don't have to be, you don't have to be wealthy and have lessons, you know, cause that was a lot of the blues players, you know, in America, that's how they, that was their experience. They didn't have any money to take a lesson. So they had to yeah. figure it out. Mm -hmm. And so they figured out that if they just took, took a guitar and tuned it to a, to an open E to an mm -hmm. E chord or a D chord, then they could play slide and sure, they could sure, figure it out. Sure. So yeah. it, it it's, it's you, you you need to know the tricks, isn't it? I mean, if you want to really, but but you see, that's the thing. I mean, we like, is, I can, was, I can... this was art to 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 a certain extent the same, you know. I it mean, is, but that's but that, that's why I'm thinking about it. Is that see, it's it's more. I can I can be inspired and feel like I have an outlet through rock and roll because it doesn't take a particularly unique gift it doesn't take a particular upbringing to get lessons if i have a an emotion inside me i can probably pull this off whereas uh you know art being an artist really i think that that's that you're, you're just gifted and genetically uh you probably have uh, do you have artists in your family uh my mother told me that that i had artists in my family right like, like, See, like, and, like my Grandfather was and stainless, I, stainless uh, glass architect and all that, you know. Right, so, yeah. and I have, I've been told that I have musicians in my family. Yeah, and there's a, so there's, you know, I could teach myself by ear. Yeah, um, most likely Same. because I had a genetic Same. thing, yeah. and and you had Same. the gift genetically Same. handed down as an artist. I mean, I used to be singer songwriter as well, so 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 I switched now later on again more more into the artist direction, you know, because because of of. Uh, Lack of car, of bands, and 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 you know, yeah, right. If if you're getting older, to 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 find the right people uh, where you can play together with, you know what what I mean. Yeah, that's that's the nice thing about technology for for musicians is that now it's caught up. That's great. Where that's I, great. 
you know, uh, Rod, Rod and I, uh, in fact, when we started the, the guys that was moving around in the background, that was yeah. uh, Rod, Rod Cohn, who engineered, produced um, the records that Phil and I did. And, uh, and as long as I have Rod here, between the two of us, we can, we can do an album, you know, and it sounds, you know, like I've got a whole bunch of folks and it's just us. And yeah. that's the nice, that's the one yeah. good thing about technology that it's finally made it kind of open to people that are, uh, that uh, have dysfunctional personalities like me and can't get along with anybody. <laughs> dysfunctional personalities. I mean, the, the other thing is then to, to reproduce it on stage. No? Well, yeah, <laughs> but uh, well, I suppose. Although every time, I don't know. Uh, you know that that's a whole other that's a whole other conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I know, I know, I know. But I mean, it is it is it is great. I mean, I have as well a couple of 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 souls I my body. You know, I mean, <clears throat> that's that's the thing. When if I listen to your songs and and uh, I mean Monty, he uh, his songs they are as well. Part of the songs are on on YouTube and. Um, Normally, my, my, my talks are so short-term that, that I'm not able to really to, to research too much into that. But now there was a, 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 a time lapse in, bet in between uh, uh, a month or something like this, and I was listening to, to, to Monty's uh, first songs uh, whilst I was cooking and all that, you know. <laughs> so I really, I really uh, found the time to listen to it. I, don't, I really I must say I, I liked it. So I was, Thank I, you. I, so, so, what did you so, like about it? What, I mean, what 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 appealed to you? Uh, the arrangements they 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 were very good. I would say. I mean, I mean, so so I still had had the 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 uh, um, the uh, opinion, and and uh, I still was was guessing that 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 you still try to make out, out some some a piece of artwork out of every song, you know. So the, the, you, you're thinking about that, how can I get into the song? So, so how am I gonna do the main part? How I can get out? You know. So it's, I mean, it's not now about the singing quality. It's more, it's more about the the, the arrangements and that. <laughs> and it's, and it's, it's, it's really, it, and and um, it is really. Uh, how can I say? Uh, I mean, the first album is is is. I thought it's it's. Somehow quite stompetti like, so, no? and then, 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 then the, you you hear, you can listen in the second and the third album. It changed and it, it gets already more more uh, um, arrangements, Beatles arrangements, uh, and uh, and uh, traveling Wilbur's arrangements. I mean, I mean, it's really it's getting more subtle on a later stage. But I must say, I must say that 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 are really. Because we were thinking about it, ah, which songs do we gonna play? So when when we're gonna have these three attitude things? And uh, I, I, I thought because it is really difficult, you know. And I I choose for the for the for the for the first for the first attitude, but now I choose uh, um, um, Trailer Park Angel from from Monty <laughs> Warren. So I would say so. We listen now further all to Trailer Park Angel, and then we going to talk maybe a couple of minutes about that before, before we, we okay. end our show so trailer park angel monty warren and the well actually the first record this is just a monty warren solo album so uh, okay so monty warren monty warren solo trailer park angel
too much, I guess. Never was one for no party dress. But I seen that look in her eyes. That's our way to make cloudy skies. And that trail of park angels in my house tonight. Trail of park angels in my house tonight. Trail of park angels in my house tonight. And she prayed it's gonna be alright. Daddy wasn't too much of a man. Like to solve his problems with the back of his hand. And I felt that hurt in her heart. And it slowly tearing her apart. For that trailing park angels in my house today. Trail the park angels in my house today. Trail the park angels in my house today. She keep me from slipping away. Okay, that was Trailer Park Angel. Cool song. I really, really love it. I mean, I was Thank listening. To, I was listening to the song, and uh, I was having a beer. I was cooking, and I thought, okay, so so the Trailer Park Angels are in my house. Uh, it reminded me a little bit from 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 LCD Sound System. They 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 they, they sang a song, so Daft Punk is my house, you know. <laughs> but it was not Daft Punk. It was not Daft Punk. It was Trailer Trailer Park Angels, you know. So I, so I, I really I could imagine. Saying, Thank okay, you. Okay, the Mon Monty had this Trailer Park Angels in his house. You know, what, <laughs> did he, what did he with these Trailer Park Angels? And uh, I had to be. I really had my fun with the song. You know, that was. <laughs> I wrote that on a plane, on a plane ride. Not yeah, not I, in the Trailer Park. 
No, I was uh, I was flying across the United States from Florida um, with a buddy of mine. We were flying out to San Diego, I want to say, and yeah. I think he I would I had business out there, and he wanted to tag along because he he does that sort of thing. So he, you know, he was I think I want to say he was flying first class. I was flying coach or something. But I brought yeah. my guitar with me. Yeah. But um, I, uh, I had in, you know, on the plane ride, I had this idea and I wrote it down. And then when we landed, when I got my guitar, before we got in uh, our, you know, our vehicle to go to the hotel, I, I said, wait a second, I got to I got to see if this will work. And so I wound up my first run through was at the airport baggage uh, just to see if this would work. And it did. So, oh, that was cool. So that's how I wrote, that's when I wrote it and, and kind of where it came from. And I've, I've written a lot of songs. Believe so, so, so I can imagine. Yeah. But how, how did, how did you get inspired with Trailer Park Angel? I mean, it's, it's very America. It is very, I mean, uh, the people can, can, if, if they see the, the promotion, what I did for, for, for especially the, the, uh, the first one, I, I use a lot, a lot of trailers and the trailer parks, uh i mean it's it already it's 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 it gives you an inspiration from travelers from 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 gypsies from from i mean we have that here as well a lot you know and especially america a lot of people they have to they have to live in trailer parks because they don't have the money for the money for, funny. for 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 living in a house you know so uh which is uh very brutal sometimes yes right well you know it's you know tom petty uh i read uh to paraphrase him uh he once kind of said that he doesn't like to question where it comes from he just sort of pays attention when it comes and uh and and he he said um you know it would be it would be um i think he said rude uh to not like you know pay attention when these things come because there's sort of a gift from outer space practically. So I, yeah. I guess when it originally, when the idea came in, it was sort of from somewhere else, but then over the years, I've thought about that song. Cause it's, it's really what had happened was I had been uh, can talked into basically um, making a record by um, this band in North Carolina. And this is the connection with Phil. Phil was yeah. a, a fan of that band even before I was. Yeah. And there was a band that was pretty, very well known in uh, North Carolina, uh, mm -hmm. United States, out of Raleigh. And uh, they are known as Terry Anderson and the Olympic ass kicking team, believe it or not. And uh, I anyway, I know them. Uh, and I came to them because um, uh, Terry, the, uh, who was the, the leader, and Jack Cornell, his. Um, partner in that band who plays yeah. bass and produced produced their records mm. uh i became aware of them through a, a band called the yahoos mm. the yahoos were a band that uh, had the former lead singer of a, uh, from the georgia satellites and keith christopher who was one of the original founding members of the georgia satellites mm. uh and uh roscoe um uh amblin from uh Uh, used to be, I guess, the uh, Joan Jett's band, uh, Joan Jett's and Black Hearts, and then he was later yeah. Steve Earle. Anyway, um, I, we, I was a fan of their record and started going around the country uh, watching them perform, and that's how I met, uh, you know, Terry. And 
long story short, uh, I got them involved in coming to my house and playing a party yeah. that I was going to throw in my house. Yeah. And before they arrived, I had an old collection of songs I had written and recorded on my own and got talked into letting them hear some of my songs. And I yeah. did it just to, as a joke. And Jack, who produces Terry's records, heard them and talked me into uh, making a record with them, with them backing up my backing me up. That was ter- the Trailer Park Angel album. Yeah, was produced by Jack. Okay, with his, with Terry Anderson's band backing me up, and All right. because we got involved in that, they needed new songs, additional songs, and that's when I wrote Trailer Park Angel All on right. the way to San Diego. And yes. and 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 uh, a special 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 encounters with with Trailer Park Angels. Uh, oh, you want to know how, why, why, what the subject was all that? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, it, I mean, basically, um, it's it's about suffering, isn't it? Yeah. If you sure. listen to the, the the first and second verses, yeah, it's about being vulnerable and suffering and and going through pain. Yeah. I mean, when you're living in a trailer park in Florida, at any moment you could get blown away, couldn't you? I mean, we sure. have hurricanes and all sure. this sort of thing, sure. and it's the people that live in trailers that have that feel more vulnerable than anybody else. And so it's the vulnerability. It's feeling like at any moment, uh, I'm not safe. Yeah. So when you have a childhood or you have that stuff in your background where you feel, you know, I, I don't, I, I don't really feel safe. Um, yeah. it, it, it scars you and it creates, a, you know, a certain outlook and a certain. Yeah. No, I know. I mean, know, I know, I know uh, exactly the feeling. It, so the yeah. first verse is, 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 uh, is sort of about that. Uh, from a from a uh, a female perspective, yeah. and the second verse is, yeah. is from a male perspective who understands right, what she's yeah. going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about so it's about compassion. It's nice. about suffering. Yeah, and it's about vulnerability. Yeah, um, that's I mean, I shouldn't reveal all of that. So, no, no, so no. Directly, that's okay. But, that's a, but, that's, no, it's cool. I like. But, it. but I that's no. but I but you know and it and it struck me. I mean, you know, yeah. these things yeah. when you write them. They turn into, you know, as you age and as you go through life, they, you, you realize that they, they mean other things than you thought. So one of the things that just dawned on me really was yeah. in some respects, my, my own mom could be arguably uh, viewed as a trailer park angel. Yeah. Uh, even though she lived in a ghetto in, a, in, a, in Toledo, Ohio, and was mostly locked in her basement most of, most of her childhood by a cruel sister. But that, but she's still a trailer park angel and that she yeah. went through suffering at that age. And, yeah. you know, so it's about overcoming suffering and finding soulmates out there uh, and identifying with them and figuring out that between the two of you, maybe you might be able to circle the wagons and get through this, this mm. thing called, called mm. life, you know? Mm. So that's what it was about. Yeah. And I so think, from an art point of view, I, I it, think, it's, it's, I think, go ahead. I think that's the reason why I I, I, I like it because, like I say, I, I, I really could could uh, uh, comprehend it because I used to live when was it 2017 uh, just for a couple of months in a, in, a, in a trailer and not in a trailer park uh, next next to a shed of a farmer to the sea because I didn't have a home and and, and I didn't know what I gonna do you know and it was already October and it was getting cold you know so it's, uh, before I find so I you were a trailer park angel. Stuff. Before I found this place here, yes, I am. you were a trailer park so, angel. That's right, but you don't have I to am. live in a trailer. To, you don't have to live in a trailer to be a trailer park angel. No, that's true. you know, it's that's if true. you've gone through pain and suffering and yeah. uh, feel vulnerable, um, yeah. you too 
or a trailer park angel. That's right. On that note, Monty, so I would say we are already probably, I don't know how much, 30, 35, 40 minutes already. It was lovely to speak with you in the first part. Thank you. It was really great. Um, I would say, um, dear listeners, um, if you want to know more about Monty, I will put everything into the description, like always, the links to, to Monty's albums and, and whatever uh, uh, you can find it there. As well, you you can you can you can go to to uh, attitude.com if you want to to uh, to to buy some 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 uh, some some merchandising, you know, like t-shirts and uh, uh, so that's that's or or just just put some 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 money for the podcast. Uh, um, uh, you can you, you you will find it. You will find everything if you want. If not, just 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 listen to the podcast. It's well, it's great as well. I've got a cliffhanger for them that'll encourage them to tune in next week. Ooh. Tune in next week, and I'll and you'll see me remove my these sunglasses. All right, you you see you see, but if you if you watch the if, if you watch the visual one, you know, yeah, so the visual one comes one week later. So first of all, you have to listen to 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 the first, and then you can listen to the second one. And if you want, the sunglasses off. That's right. Yeah, but in the, then, then, but actually, in, in three weeks, so so it's like Christmas. Okay. Hey, Monty, thank you very much. Thank you. See you soon, and bye, folks. Ciao. You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion, and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.